Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time, that being Main Zone Limitless Wrestling. My name is Josh Nason. On this week's show, it's all about fresh blood. Coming up this Saturday night from the Yarmouth and Vets Hall in beautiful Yarmouth, Maine, we're going to talk about a card, go a little bit more in-depth with some of the matches we have not talked about yet, and then also we'll give some updates for the uh, Eric Johnson fundraiser coming up in November for Let's Wrestle, but we're going to get to fresh blood. Before we begin, of course, let me introduce the head of the Limitless Table and the man who gives out the best goddamn candy in LaGrange. It's Randy Carver. Randy, say hi to the fine people. Wow. Best goddamn candy in LaGrange. This, here's the thing. is like no one trick-or-treats in LaGrange. You've told because me. Because that. yeah. that's a hell of a deal. You're not driving, obviously, as a trick-or-treater. And like uh, ideally, you want to go somewhere where you can like walk the kids around and not like have to drive two miles between every stop. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, we get maybe like three or four trick or treaters a year on a good year. Yeah, you're you're reminding me of my upbringing in uh, Albany Township slash North Waterford, Maine, where it was it was exactly that. It was driving it was that type of stuff, and it's uh yeah, it, it it's kind of like it, it's a lot different than the experience like my daughter has in our neighborhood where we just go house to house and everything's in a neighborhood in, in, in rural Maine, you're driving. And uh, yeah, it was weird. I hadn't even thought about that till you brought that up. Yeah. Nostalgia. Yeah. You would either like, if you were, if you were a Lagrangeite, you would either, if you're on the Milo side, you'd probably go to Milo, but I was on the Howland side. So I would always go to like Howland and Enfield area. And uh, maybe you even went to Lincoln if you were crazy, wow. but I never did that, man. What those wild towns you're mentioning, you know, I know Howland. I know. The Howlers of Howland? Yes, the Penobscot Valley Howlers. You were Cougars, and then you were Howlers. <laughs> Weird how it worked. Oh, man. It is uh, Central Maine. It's the best. It is the best. Uh, you know what else is the best is Limitless Wrestling. We have more of it coming up this Saturday, Randy. I don't know if you're aware of this. Fresh Blood, Saturday, October 29th, the Yarmouth Ambets Hall in Yarmouth, Maine. As we're, it, When you listen to this, you can no longer uh, – tickets will no longer be shipped to you. You can get them at the door. You can obviously still buy them at limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets available until Saturday morning. And tickets have been uh, still flowing pretty good, but still some seats available, yeah? Yeah, actually, today as we're talking, uh, the biggest moving ticket day since the day that tickets went on sale. So Mm -hmm. uh, Tuesday has been uh, a hotbed for ticket sales. So if you want to get yours, limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets. There's still time to get yours, and we'll probably have some at the door as well. But if you want to insure, and uh, we'll have your name on a list at the door if you buy them online ahead of time. And I did want to mention, too, I was actually talking to someone about this and just figured I'd reiterate because I don't know when the last time it was that we said this on the podcast. But if you order a ticket online and your ticket does not arrive for whatever reason, you can always show a digital receipt at the door and you'll have no problem getting in. So uh, just a, just a reminder for and that's for Let's Wrestle to any events ahead. But, uh, yeah, really looking forward to being back in Yarmouth, one of the last limitless events of the year. We've only got one more uh, before 2022 concludes. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think we actually talked about it. You and I talked about that, but no limitless show in November. Yeah, no show November. Uh, the only thing that we've got coming up for November, and we'll talk about it later, obviously, is the Eric Johnson fundraiser, which is uh, that's really a team effort. That's everybody involved with Limitless Wrestling, the Limitless Wrestling Dojo, uh, Let's Wrestle as well, and uh, I also want to shout out our friends at the Indoor Yard Sale, Chris donating the venue for that show, which is. Uh, 
uh, very nice and kind to him and uh, able to make this event happen. So uh, we'll get to that later. But, yeah, no Limitless show in November. We're going to be back in Yarmouth. I'll just throw it out there right now. Saturday, December 3rd will be the final event of the year in Yarmouth. Man, so get to circle that date in your calendar. Hopefully there's no Christmas parties or any of that stuff going on. If so, you can cancel those plans and come to join Limitless Wrestling instead. And, yeah, feel free to wear your outfits Saturday. Right, Randy? It's at the Halloween season, Halloween weekend. This is the last time to get really spooky. Oh, it's being encouraged. I'm seeing tweets and people posting in the uh, fan page on Facebook. And, by the way, if you're on Facebook, join the Fans of Limitless Wrestling group page. Uh, a lot of stuff dropped in there, and sometimes uh, people people dropping deals for trading cards or tickets or whatever. But, um Hop in there if you're not in there. But, yeah, I think we're going to see a few costumes about, of course, a couple days before Halloween. So it's to be expected and encouraged. So, Randy, I I will say that, you know, a a shirt of yours you've been wearing recently to Limitless Shows, and perhaps as a a, uh, lucky charm of sorts, is your Road Warrior shirt, which uh, always gets the Road Warriors pop when you come out of the curtain, obviously. Perhaps this year you were going to get dressed up as Road Warrior Animal. Could that potentially happen, the full shoulder pads and mohawk and all that? I uh, I can't say that I'm going to be that committed to the oh. bit. Uh, I think if I put face paint on, it would be sweating off me in about 10 minutes. So <laughs> I, I just don't know if it would stick. Hmm. All right. Well, hope, looking forward to seeing your Halloween outfits, of course, Saturday. And uh, who knows what type of uh, wrestling-themed outfits we'll, uh, we'll see. But we're going to see some uh, some action on Saturday. Again, Fresh Bloods, this is the third ever uh, edition of this and, and one of the few kind of recurring themes i guess you could say with a new with the debuts uh fresh matchups and so on and honestly a lot of these matches have been announced on uh limitlesswrestling.com and and uh, the socials and all that stuff we talked about a lot of these uh last week but i want to hit on we'll, we'll go really quickly through the card but i want to go a little bit deeper dive in a few of these that have been announced since the last time we talked which is uh le- i mean let's start kind of from the top here randy acer marrow the new Limitless Wrestling World Champion. He has one title defense uh, to his credit, uh, defeating uh, Ichiban at the uh, second night of the Blitzkrieg Limitless Wrestling two-night war, which Limitless dominated, in case people need to be reminded of that. But he did something that we don't see a lot of champions do uh, right off the bat. He issued an open challenge for this show, and it was revealed this past week that the open challenge has been signed. So it's going to be a, a bit of a, a surprise that night for who's going to uh, be challenging Ace Romero for the championship. And there's, you know, for a champion, there's a, you know, you want to, you, you have some, uh, some uh, incentives or some, uh, some benefits rather, I say. And part of that is being able to kind of call your shot a little bit more, you know, you more money at the pay window, all that type of stuff. But part of that is you kind of knew who you're going to be facing so you can prep. But in this case, Ace is like, whatever, let's go. He signed the deal. Open challenge coming up Saturday. Very unusual, Randy, for this event, but uh, kind of fits the theme of the event. Anything can happen. Yeah, it's an interesting approach. Uh, Already the second open challenge of this reign for Ace Romero and uh, really reminds me a lot, honestly, of the beginning of the Alec Price era where uh, almost felt like you had something to prove, wanted to wanted to be that fighting champion that, uh, you know, people know and love. And uh, I, I think that that was almost to be expected from Alec Price, who was, uh, I think, doubted the entire way as he climbed up the ladder of Limitless Wrestling. But for Ace Romero, who's maybe someone who built that ladder of Limitless Wrestling to the top and had the company on his back at different points in time, it's interesting to see him in this position where 
Uh, he is the one putting open challenges out there and putting championship matches that may not have even happened out there and putting the championship on the line. So I'm excited to see. I was really impressed with the match with Ichiban. An interesting first challenge, and uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of wrestlers in the room for fresh blood this weekend and uh, looking for a chance like this to come upon them. So uh, it's going to be the high stakes for Ace Romero this Saturday. Yeah, I to me, with all the due respect to the, the Blitzkrieg shows, this is to me like this kicks off the title ring because it's in Yarmouth, right? I mean, this is Limitless, Limitless is a home turf, and to me, this is the start. He's in front of the home fans, and again, he, as I mentioned, you know, when he first won the title, he's no longer the hunter; he's the hunted, and he, this is the thing he's wanted for years and years and years, and finally has it. So I'm fascinated to see kind of how everything comes together. And I'm sure you are with having him as your champion is, is how does he handle the pressure? You know, he's the, the guy is expected a main event. He's the guy that's expected to be the face of the promotion. The guy that, uh, you know, other people are going to want to challenge when they come in from the outside people within limitless, you know, friends all of a sudden may look at him a little bit differently because, you know, they're like, look, you know, we've been allies in the past, but now I want that title too. The, the dynamic changes quite a bit. And I think you know, we're going to kind of see how that plays out on Saturday. And he missed a good chunk of time at Limitless last year. Yeah. Like six and a half months or something like that. And a lot of fresh faces. You talk about fresh blood. A lot of fresh faces in the company since then. Mm. So that's going to be good. Obviously, uh, last week we talked about the Workhorsemen taking on the Shook Crew. First time ever. So you can listen to last week's show if you haven't already to get the more of our thoughts about that. But I uh, happened to talk to J.D. Drake this past week. That was a fun conversation. It went about an hour. And he is, he's always motivated and he is always, boy, he is always chirping on social media, man. He is, uh, he's going after the Shook crew. The Shook crew uh, sent a video in response and uh, JD call, calling on, uh, calling out some other guys uh, that recently appeared, other tag teams that recently appeared on Limitless shows before. So they're, uh, they're, they're setting themselves up for some interesting matches in the future and not too many friends in the locker room. They had a ripping match, too, this week that I'm going to have to check out. Uh, I'm seeing clips of it everywhere. Workhorsemen versus the Blondes. Have you seen that yet? Uh, no, from from Dark? Uh, yeah. Dark Elevation? No, I haven't. It looked like it ripped. Uh, I've seen a few clips, and I was like, dang, like, very, very cool to see that they, uh, I don't know, they're getting chances to have some bigger matches like that and maybe show what they can really do. And uh uh, interview from what I've heard really good. And I've been seeing that interview everywhere with JD. So uh, let people know how to check that out. Cause uh, I'm excited to listen to the rest myself. Yeah, certainly. You can listen to it uh, on the wrestling observer website. Just uh, go to podcast and search for punch out. That's my podcast there. Josh Nason's punch out on your streaming device of choice. Uh, search for podcast. You, there's a, it's a free feed wrestling observer, free feed. You can find that has a lot of our free shows on there. And it's a, it's in that feed as well. I will be getting my own feed rather shortly. We're just uh, taking care of some graphic stuff and all that, and you'll be able to get all those. But uh, if you have any issues, certainly hit me up on Twitter, and I can let you know. Uh, also, workhorse, yeah, they're working uh, the lucha, the the match against the Lucha Brothers, which was taped last week, is uh, is airing on uh, on Dark. So yeah, they're having a, a big week, and again, they're they're surging and shook crew. You know, they're looking to take them out. So we talked about that last week. That should be a good one. Anthony Green versus Big Beef. We talked about that last week. Uh, and also Becca and Lufisto. A third match again, Rip Bison versus An uh, Anthony Brown. Andy Brown, I'm conflating both those names. But yeah, Anthony Green versus Big Beef, Becca versus Lufisto, Rip Bison versus Andy Brown. Again, that hard-hitting match, all three of those we talked about last week. Uh, Mortar versus Kobe Christ. We talked about that, la that uh, last week. And this is... Uh, 
two young guys that are looking two two guys that are looking to to prove themselves at different kind of stages of their limitless career. Obviously, Kobe Christ returning uh, to Limitless, and this is his first singles match in Limitless. And then Mortar, who's still trying to pick up the victory and really kind of you know to uh, kind of I don't want to say to justify, but kind of just. I don't want to say pay back the fans, trying to think of the right way to say this, but the fans have really been behind Mortar. I think he wants to show them he's going to get over the hump here with, with a win over Kobe Christ, but Kobe Christ isn't going to come in and just, you know, be walked over. He's a he's a legit force and someone I think is going to reacquaint himself pretty uh pretty well. I know you uh, you like him quite a bit. So this is uh this is gonna be an interesting matchup with a lot uh a lot on the line. I'm so excited for this one because I feel like these two dudes are so hungry right now for more. Um Mortar, I mean, we almost saw him achieve more last month. Uh, went one-on-one with Mac Daniels for the Let's Wrestle Championship. That's his first title opportunity in Limitless Wrestling. That's a heartbreaker for sure. And uh, you need a bounce back in a situation like this to kind of solidify yourself for the rest of the year and, and this chapter of Limitless moving forward. But uh, Kobe Christ, I, I do really like Kobe. I think he's one of the best people in the world, but he's an absolute savage in the ring. Uh, finally returning to the United States again and really getting the loop that he should have been a part of, I don't know, a year ago. Um, Kobe was scheduled to to do this loop with Pro Wrestling Grind on a Friday in Massachusetts for Ripper and Delmi and then come uh, back up to Limitless in Maine on the Saturday. And unfortunately, border issues made that super tough. And then dates conflict and he just, you know, gets left in the dark and sometimes you get lost in the shuffle. And now is really Kobe's opportunity to lock himself down for future and to prove what he's got while he's here. So uh, a big chance for both these guys Saturday night. All right, another match we talked about last week, Des Cole versus Channing Thomas. Des Cole, the shoot-your-shot winner from uh, from Chasing Forever and got his, uh, his opportunity to do just that, and he picked Channing Thomas, who had a little role in uh, goading him into that, so we'll see how that one plays out. Let's focus on on three developments uh, slash slash matches that are new since the last time we talked. And really, I guess we'll start with the a situation to begin with. And, and we alluded to this last week that uh, Mac Daniels, the Let's Wrestle champion, is he's got some some issues with you, the promotion. Um, and I I know we're gonna kick it some audio here, but you know he he's got, he's got some problems. And apparently, it's about BRG. And BRG was announced for the card. The other day, and BRG was asked, uh, Mac Daniels asking, I don't know if he's using his championship pull or what, asking for BRG to pull, be pulled off the card. So you want you want to play the audio and then respond to it? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, let's just play the audio and then we'll talk about it. Limitless wrestling never ceases to amaze me. It's comical, really, the, the double standard that company shows. They have their, their favorites that seem to do whatever they want, whenever they want, no repercussions at all. And then they have other guys. No, they don't. They have a guy who is the outlier, the main attraction, Mac Daniels. I look the part, I act the part, and I am the part. And it's not a moniker, I am the outlier. So, so why is it that I have to find out you have guys like BRG, that little twerk, who attacks me from behind, and he's rewarded with a match at Fresh Blood? Oh, Limitless Wrestling, you've done it again. 
Well, if you guys don't want a, a problem on your hands from the only champ that matters, you're gonna show that the double standard isn't quite as extreme as I'm saying it is. And I want BRG off fresh blood. So show me, show me you don't play favoritism. If you don't want a problem for me and you want me showing up at your little charity event, pull BRG from fresh blood. Ball's in your port, Limitless. Can't wait to see what you do next. Well, there you go. Uh, the floor is yours, Randy. What do you have to say? I mean, essentially, the champion is embarrassed that he got laid out last month by BRG, which I can understand. Uh, that would be an embarrassing situation. And uh, let's just fight facts with facts here. He, he's uh, going to be on vacation for this event. He's not even going to be in town for fresh blood and wants to make it seem like we didn't want to book him for this event. Meanwhile, BRG, a very talented wrestler who's proved his worth entirely in the past couple months, sinking for himself finally, gets a spot on the card. Uh, I, I don't see where the problem lies, Josh. Uh, Max, uh, I mean, I think we all knew kind of Max had a big head, but yeah, I mean, it's on the side of his fucking gear, dude. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the uh, it's got worse since since John left. It's hard. To, it's hard to imagine, you know, John Alva being a contained the situation. But I mean, maybe this was we're seeing the real guy all along here. He doesn't I want actually to... think that John Alva kind of curtailed uh, some of what we've just heard so much more from Mac Daniels all of a sudden than we ever used to. And I think John, uh, it was almost like uh, whoever Antonio Brown's agent must have been in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. uh, they just kind of kept him looking good. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, uh, things go a bit haywire. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. And, I mean, him requesting to ask for BHG to be pulled off the card is uh, is ridiculous. But, uh, you know, uh, some, something's going on with this guy. So we'll, we'll and see how this... And also to, like, here, here's the real kicker of it all is to... Uh, wave the fact that he is a part of a fundraiser event for one of the men who was instrumental in training this guy uh, very early on and uh, wave that in the face of like, I have to do this, but yet this is happening while I'm on vacation. Just get a grip. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So we'll see how that whole thing whole plays out. Another situation, Randy, I'm very fascinated by this art is reunited. And they are taking on the Miracle Ones, that being the team of Dustin Waller, Kylan King, which uh, make uh, mir make up Miracle Generation, and also Ichiban, who we talked about before. And he's been in uh, a limitless wrestling ring before. So trios action, Art, so Ava, Aaron Rourke, Ricky Smokes taking on the Miracle Ones. And there's a lot of questions. There was a you know press conference before this. I would certainly be asking a lot of these three. The last time we saw them all together was not a good night for them. All three lost, uh, Ava and Aaron in tag team action. And also, uh, obviously, Ricky losing in the BLC qualifying action to old Ripper, Rip Bison. And then last time out, uh, Ava was in Germany. We did not see uh, Ricky Smokes, but uh, Aaron Roke losing in the, in the shoot-your-shot four-way. So a lot of questions about Art. They had a really good year going, and then it just hit the skids hard. And now they're reuniting, and I – look – I, I don't know what to predict. These three are, are big personalities, to say the least, and a lot of infighting. So, I mean, what do you make of the, what's happening with these three right now? Oh, this is juicy uh, <laughs> at both ends, dude. Um, 
Yeah, it almost felt like the friend group had a big fight before summer vacation and now school's back in session. Um, yeah, really tough outing the last time we saw all these three together. Ricky Smokes having a huge opportunity getting in the Vacation Land Cup, uh, unfortunately getting lariated out of his boots by Rip Bison in the first round. And he essentially walked out on Ava and Aaron at that point and was not seen with them for the rest of the night, was not ringside with them as he typically is. And uh, they had a flub as well, losing the team grind that night. So uh, the last that we ever saw of them was the camera getting thrown out of Art headquarters when Ricky came to speak with them. And now uh, as Ava returning from Germany this week, another uh, another trip to Europe, but now uh, they're back together, and we're going to see what they bring to the table here against a really talented trio, Dustin Waller, Kylon King of the Miracle Generation, and Ichiban, who uh, we did mention earlier had, had a really a really standout match with Ace Romero at the Limitless Blitz weekend. And uh, another another juicy piece of all this is where like Dustin Waller coming back to the ring. Uh, three weeks doesn't seem like a terribly long time to be out of action. But Dustin Waller, uh, early in the month, did suffer a concussion. And uh, he is 100% cleared by doctors and ready to go this week for in-ring action. But this is the first go-round back for him. So uh, luckily, it is Trio's action. And he's in there with two people that he knows like the back of his hand. But uh, Art, when they're on the same page, a well-oiled machine. But are they on the same page here as we go into Saturday? Mm. And I, I'll tell you that I, you know, this isn't just one or two tweets, but I, I've seen there was when this match got announced, people are like, they're stoked. They they are very excited to see the miracle ones. I know it's the the debut on uh, in the big show for for Waller and King um, as as a unit. This uh, people are really excited about this one. It's not just uh, not just uh, you know uh, hyperbole. People seem to be really jazzed to see these three. Yeah, Troy Nelson uh, hit me up earlier this week and was kind of gobsmacked that this is. Kylon and Dustin's limitless debut, but uh, it feels like they've been around for a while. It's because they have been in the orbit of limitless wrestling for quite some time. Kylon, uh, if we recall back to the, I believe it was the last student showcase series Dojo in June of last year, yep. um, wrestled Channing Thomas. Dustin Waller was actually in the room that night, but not on the card. Um, later on, uh, earlier this year, they would do a lot of work for Let's Wrestle. So, They've been around, just never on the Limitless Wrestling platform until this Saturday, and what a way to do it. Mm. And, yeah, and I, I don't think you just mentioned, but Dustin Waller uh, took on Anthony Green at a Let's Wrestle show. That was earlier this year, correct? Or was that yes, last it year? Was. Uh, this year? That was. I think it was very last minute, too. I think he replaced Rat Daddy. He um, did, yes. Rat Daddy. Yes. But that was that was a hand selection by AG. He really believed in Dustin Waller and uh, he showed up that day. And I, I think I think especially watching those two early on, uh, we knew probably by the end of the year we'd be seeing him in Limitless Wrestling. But uh, Fresh Blood, definitely a great place to do it. That's right. And uh, speaking of Fresh Blood, this one is is new uh, as of the time we're recording this. So MSP issuing their own open challenge a night for veterans to issue open challenges, I guess. MSP. Uh, obviously feeling their oats coming off the big win over Dirty Dango and uh, Davy Boy Smith, a.k.a. Harry Smith at the uh, Chasing Forever show, saying those two out. Uh, again, hitting uh, Dango so hard he turned blonde. Taking on the debuting Death Threat Army of uh, Tommy Vendetta and Alex Orion, and, or Orion, sorry. And what the, I, I'm, I'm not too familiar with these guys. I've seen the name Tommy Vendetta before, but uh, tell the people about, they're, they're from the Midwest, I believe or somewhere in that area. Uh, tell us all about Death Threat Army and how this came together. 
Yeah. So, uh, first of all, it definitely is a night of open challenges. And I think, um, especially like the stalwarts of limitless guys like an Ace Romero and an MSP, I think they, they like the concept. And I think more importantly, understand, um, how important like a fresh blood kind of event is for limitless wrestling and the longevity, because, um, I think we've seen it a lot more this year than like in the closed tapings and, uh, maybe years previous, but there's been a lot of fresh faces popping up in limitless wrestling throughout the year and uh, on this show as well. And, uh, MSP especially have been instrumental in a lot of the teams who have got opportunities and really stuck in limitless wrestling, uh, looking back to even the workhorse from years ago, but, more recently, like a Waves and Curls uh, art as, as they were making their way through. Um, and now it's the Death Threat Army, who uh, are a couple Michigan boys, Tommy Vendetta and Aaron Orion. Uh, they, they had always talked about this trip that they would take out to like the Michigan area for this promotion. I believe the name was Ironheart. Mm-hmm. And there was this team just tearing it up up there that they would have like they'd kind of go for these like two or three day weekends and maybe they'd run the loop with this team. They're like, dude, how is this team like not booked other places? And they were saying that every fucking time they would come back from this place. So finally I was just like, fuck it. I have to go watch these guys. And Tommy Vendetta has actually been picking up some steam lately. He's been uh, popping up a lot in ICW, no holds barred. Uh, but these two are killers together. Absolute savages. And, uh, I'm excited for people to see him because this is going to be a fresh taste of something that MSP hasn't had in quite some time. A couple bruisers coming at him. So uh, be prepared. These dudes traveling halfway across the country for this match. So they ain't coming to fuck around. Yeah. And anytime we've seen debuts, people are, people want to come in. They want to be noticed, especially in a you know region like the Northeast. And yeah, so they're, uh, they ain't coming to fuck around, huh? They're coming to fight. I believe so. I believe mm. so. Well, that rounds out the card. So the, how are you feeling about everything? I, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, statistically, like, we don't always do well. I think we talked about this off-air last week, but we we don't always do well in the, like, end of October to early November area for shows. And it's just like a toss-up, too, because uh, Halloween weekend, I always wonder, like, how things are going to go. But actually, like, I was feeling a little weird about it last week. I feel a lot better this week, especially like uh, seeing how many people are going to be watching this show on IWTV and uh, uh, seeing the ticket sales today. I'm feeling pretty good about it. And I think uh, I think this this show feels like very fun in the sense that uh, these are a lot of matches that we have not seen in the history of Limitless Wrestling before or a lot of first time ever in general that. Uh, I think create a lot of matchups that people maybe didn't know they wanted to see before, but definitely want to see now. Uh, so we'll be streaming live on IWTV or after the fact? Yeah, this is going to go live on IWTV. So it'll be uh, starting up 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, and uh, you'll be able to stream it. And if you can't tune in live, uh, the replay is typically up by the next day. So uh, you'll have a chance to watch it. And of course, if you're not a member of IWTV, just nine ninety nine a month. You can use promo code Limitless. That helps us out. But uh, definitely uh, give it a whirl, even if it's just for a month, to check out the Limitless uh, category, which has over 100 shows. It has every episode of the road, and there's so many indie promotions on there. Uh, really worth it. Yeah, good stuff. So, again, run down the card real quick. The Ace Romero Limitless Wrestling World Championship Open Challenge, the Work Horseman versus the Shook Crew, Anthony Green versus Big Beef, Becker versus Lufisto, the Indie Wrestling Hall of Famer. Rip Bison versus Andy Brown. Mortar versus Kobe Christ. 
were Art versus Miracle Ones, Desmond Cole versus Cheney Thomas, MSP versus Death Red Army. We'll see what happens with the whole BRG situation and, of course, so much more. So, yeah, we'll see you uh, there. Fresh Blood, Saturday night, October 29th, the Armith and Vets Hall. Get your tickets now. And speaking of getting tickets, Eric Johnson Fundraiser coming up. Uh, Let's Wrestle, yeah, Saturday, November 5th, Brewer, Maine. Again, all proceeds uh, helping out. Eric Johnson is recovering from a torn quad. Any uh, any other updates since we last spoke? Doing good. Uh, I talked to him early this morning, and uh, he is hoping, uh, I think he has a doctor's appointment beginning of next week that would clear him to do any and all physical therapy and get him back uh, extremely mobile again. But uh, he's doing good, and uh, all systems go for being at the show on the 5th. Sounds good. Some new additions to the card. Well, again, you, you mentioned Mac Daniels in in action, scheduled to defend the Let's Wrestle Championship against Champ Matthews. Interesting uh, match there. MSP and the Mariner, Dylan Nix, and uh, versus, sorry, MSP taking on Dylan Nix, a.k.a. the Mariner, and Levi Spade with Doug, uh, sorry, God, Doug Lovecraft. <laughs> Doug Lovecraft. Names. <laughs> I love it. Drake Lovecraft. Drake Lovecraft on the show. Also, uh, John Alba's favorite wrestler, Dave Dyer, taking on Malik Logan. Mike McCarthy, the Masshole returning. Main legend, Adam Booker, the Syndicate, Donkey Boy Bandit, and a lot more. Cars starting to come together, huh? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, we talked about it uh, kind of at length last week, but uh, it, it really does feel like uh, there's just like past, present, future of main wrestling all in the same room that night. Um, definitely going to be a fun time for like uh, longtime main wrestling fans who have connects with uh, promotions like IWE and NWA on Fire uh nwh nawa all the all the ones that were around uh, i feel like we have pieces of all the old promotions on this one so gonna be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it and we'll have uh we'll have a lot more when we kind of recap fresh blood next week we'll have a lot more to talk about for that show mm. i i i've heard a rumor about one match being added to the show i can ask you about right now go for it I've heard that uh, former EWA Tag Team Champions, The Damned, will be taking on Randy Carver and Ethan Scott in a hardcore match. Is that accurate? Uh, I can't say I'll be going in there, but I would book Ethan Scott in a hardcore match <laughs> if that was on the table. So hmm. we'll find out if he truly is hardcore. His booking fee might go up as a result. <laughs> yeah, I think it would for something like that. <laughs> so again, Let's Wrestle Fundraiser, Saturday, November 5th, indoor yard sale in the Brewer, Maine, 80 Redmond Road. Front row tickets are sold out. $15 general admission tickets available right now, limitlesswrestling.com slash let's wrestle and all types of other stuff we'll talk about in the future. So coming up again, wear your best Halloween outfit. If you want to dress up like Randy Carver, go for it. Hopefully Randy will be in full garb. You never know. Um, but yeah, get uh, the preview part last week and then this week. So we're all set for Fresh Blood coming up this Friday, or sorry, this Saturday. Yarmouth, Maine, the Yarmouth Ambet Center tickets available. Obviously, uh, follow social media, LW Maine on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for all the latest news leading up to Saturday's show. And follow Randy Carver on Twitter, Randy underscore Carver LW, Josh Nace on Twitter, and yeah, LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs. So for Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. We'll see you at Fresh Blood Saturday. Until next time, be limitless.